Well, let's welcome back Coach Bruton. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Not a lot of team updates. Uh, we're kind of just, you know, back in the, uh, you know, in that mid-season form where your, your weekly schedule is the same and um, just kind of getting ready for St. Norbert's another another big test. And, uh, you know, we know we got to play better and we got to coach better, um, and that's what we're looking to do on Saturday. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Wisconsin Lutheran game. Uh, another tough loss for you guys at this point. What were your thoughts on the contest? Uh, you know, really disappointing result. Um, felt like we did some good things. Um, you know, offensively in the first half, I thought we were pretty efficient. Um, defensively, I thought we played really well, with really the exception of one play um, in the second half. And just again, we haven't been able to put things together. Um, you know, I had opportunities to to win that game, and and uh, kind of felt like we said that the first three weeks. And um, you know, our, our message to our guys afterwards, or you know, really on Monday, was it's you know it's never as good or as bad as it seems. You know, there's times when um, you win games and you feel great, and it kind of it kind of hides some of the um, you know some of the deficiencies or some of the things you got to fix. And there's other times you lose games and and you know you, you don't realize how close you are. And we feel like we're close, but but we got to start making some plays and we got to execute better and and, uh, and just finish games. It's two weeks in a row now we've you know held the lead in the fourth quarter and. Uh, felt like we were in control of games um, for, for the majority of the game, and, and, and we, we haven't finished. So uh, that's a big point emphasis going forward is just finishing. You know, you and I were talking about this a little bit before we got on the show here, but you know, you, you guys are, have been right in every one of these games at this point. So, I mean, you've got to be looking at this and feeling like, you know, you're just one step or one piece away from being, you know, six and four or five, even seven and three this season. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's dangerous uh, on both sides. It's dangerous to look and say, you know, you, I think a lot of times coaches play the one-play-away game, um, and that can be dangerous because sometimes, you know, you, you overlook some of the reasons why you're not winning those games. Um, but on the other side, you know, the sky isn't falling. We're not, we're not getting blown out. We're not, um, it's not like we're not competitive. Um, you know, it's not like we don't have guys that are making plays and, and doing some really good things. You know, we, uh, you know, we feel like we could have or should have, you know, had better results in these games, uh, but we got to fix these things. You know, there's a reason why we're not executing and we're not making that one play, um, and, and we got to fix it. You know, and that's been kind of the other message this week. It's just like let's go back to work. You know, let's let's go back to work and just work on the things that we need to fix. And uh, there's a number of things we need to fix. And if we do fix them, uh, we feel like the results are going to come. You know, again, we feel like we have a lot of talent, and the results will follow if we fix those things. Robbie Michael got his first start for you, had a very good first half, struggled a little in the second half. What were your overall observations of him? Yeah, I thought he did a lot of good things. You know, he's a uh, freshman in his third game, and, and we kind of threw him to the fire a little bit. Uh, was really dynamic in the run game. I thought him and, and, and Jay together, you know, they're going to be really, really tough to, uh, to contain. Um, thought he made some really good throws as well. You know, he, he had the one fourth and eight we picked up on the throw to, to Jay down the sidelines. It was a, it was a huge throw, huge play. Uh, thought he did some good things. I thought didn't think in any way the moment was too big for him. I thought he, you know, he felt like he belonged in the field, and um, he's only going to continue to get better. Um, and he's going to get better. I think every week that he plays, he's going to get better. You know, our receivers um, have, have got to help him out a little bit. And, and we, you know, we had some wrong routes. We, uh, you know, just just weren't real crisp in our passing game. We haven't been all year. It's, it's a huge point of emphasis. It's just you know we have to run better routes. We have to be crisper. The timing has to be better. Um, and those guys have to help them out, you know. And then some of those guys are young as well. Um, we're starting a freshman at receiver, uh, playing some sophomores at receiver that, that don't have a lot of experience. But 
Um, at some point, again, they need to grow together. And, and I think that's the cool thing is they're going to continue to grow together. Um, you know, but overall, I thought Robbie did, did a lot of really, really good things. And um, you can see it. You can see the flashes. He's going to be a really special player here. Jay had another big game for you. And I, clearly not a one-hit wonder after that big first performance for him a couple of weeks ago. you got to feel really confident about where he's leading this team. Yeah, he's going to be, again, a, a special, special player. I think, uh, you know, against, against BV, it was a lot of long runs. And, and those are really impressive, you know. Um, you know. But on some of those runs, he didn't have to do a ton. It was kind of, kind of hit the seam, and there was a really nice hole there, and he hit it, and it has great speed. Um, this week it was more, you know, those really impressive five- and six-yard runs that sometimes are even more impressive than the long ones. You know, it's the ones where you got to, um, you know, lower the pad level and, and run through a tackler and fall forward, and he did that consistently. And, you know, I think uh, he's, a, he's a, a small guy. He's, you know, probably five six five seven is what we list him at. And I think sometimes it's just hard for them to see him. You know, he kind of gets lost behind there, and he's really good at, at kind of finding the small seam. And now when he gets in the open field, he can make a guy miss. But... Um, yeah, he was huge. You know, he had a, a, a like I said that really big fourth and eight catch that that you know kind of started the drive that we had a, a shot to score on late, um, and he took a big shot on on the uh, the play, but held on. And um, yeah, he, you know, he had a, another really impressive game. I think this one, you know, for for, for people that really watch it, may have been even more impressive than than the game the previous week when he set the record. So um, yeah, he's special. He's going to be a really good one. Now, talking about the point you made. You have a lot of young guys who are gelling together and and have a lot of skill there. So I'm a, you know, I, I kind of wonder as a coach, how do you say, okay, well, we're having kind of a tough season here at the moment, but boy, we're going to be really good a year or two down the road. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's all part of just building, and, and we're certainly not looking ahead to 23 or 24. Um, you know, we're 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 playing to win every week, and and that means if it's you know, um, we're going to play the kids that we feel like give us the best shot every week. Um, and if that, if that means that's a senior and upperclassman, you know, we're playing those guys. Um, but you do, I think you're starting to see um, some of those younger guys make a bigger impact. And I, and I think as the year goes on, you're going to see those guys start to, to take the jump. And uh, for some of those guys, like I said, you know, I mentioned some of those sophomore receivers or some guys we have on, on defense that are younger. Uh, sometimes that jump happens a little faster that, than you expect. And sometimes, it, it, you know, they need a little bit more game experience and things like that. But, um, you know, there's a lot of young players in this program that we feel like are going to be really special players. And I go back to, you know, the group we had last year, and, and you, know, you, you think about some of the guys that we played and, and you know, who they were um, as fifth-year seniors in, in 2021 uh, versus who they were in 2018 when they were sophomores and really playing for the first time. And, how much those guys developed and became better players and became stronger and more physical and um, but just game experience helps you know and I, I think about kids like Ezekiel Combs and Bryce Kenzie and Mason Prunick and you know some of the other guys that we had um, they just got continually better and, and that's what we need to see out of out of our guys they're going to get continually better and you know at some point three or four years down the line we're going to look back at some of the lumps we took early this year and say hey th- th- those were the kind of the growing pains to get to where we need to be. Who were your players of the game? Yeah, I think offensively, um, Jay Beverly was, was, again, really good. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, it goes, you know, 100, 100 plus yards again. And, and like I said, just tough runs. Um, had the big catch on the sidelines, but, but I thought he was really impressed. I thought Robbie um, did, did a lot of really good things. And, and I thought our whole line, you know, we, 
we're starting to see now more and more um, six- and seven-man boxes, you know, because we've struggled to throw the ball a little bit. Um, and our whole line, I thought, held up very well. We, we gave up the one sack, um, you know, and that was kind of in the two-minute situation when they knew we had to throw the ball, but, but we ran for 300 yards, and I thought our whole line played very well um, as a whole. Uh, defensively, you know, I continue to be impressed with, with what Jason, uh, Jason Wilder's doing at corner. Now, he really hasn't been tested at all. Teams are, are pretty much just, just shutting down his side of the field and going the other way. Um, and then Justin McMahon in our secondary um, has continually been around the ball. Uh, I think he led us in tackles again. Uh, we moved him around a little bit, so he's playing a little bit of our strong safety spot. He's playing at a high safety, kind of as our nickel role. Uh, but he's just around the football, really aggressive tackler, um, did a good job. We put him in some more man-covered situations. So um, he was really impressive, you know, I thought. And, then, and I thought our kicking game improved. Um, you know, Peyton was three for three on extra points, so it's the first time that we didn't miss an extra point, which was a, a really positive step. Um, you know, had some had some really good kickoffs. We pinned them inside the five on a kickoff, um, which was really really good for for field position. I thought he had he had his best game so far. So, um, a lot of guys making really good positive steps. This week you take on St. Norbert. What are your keys for this contest? Yeah, you know they're. Uh, a really fundamentally sound physical football team, and, and I think for us, it's it's how do we match up up front? You know, can our offensive line uh, match up with our defensive line? Because I think that's kind of the strength of their their defense is really their interior too. But their, their D line as a whole is very very good. And then um, you know, with with our defense, you know, can our front six match up with their offensive line? And, and they're you know they're very good. They want to control the clock. Um, they want to run the football. And I think, it, you know, that's going to be kind of the matchups. You know, we feel like, um, you know, they want to play the game in a smaller box. We want to play the game, you know, wide. And, and I think um, we like our secondary versus their receivers. We think, you know, those are some good matchups for us. And, and things, um, you know, again, again, we think our receivers, you know, if they kind of get to where we think they can get to, we think that's a matchup that, that we can win. So, um, again, I think the game's going to play, you know, two kind of competing teams that want to play in different styles. Um, and it's going to be kind of which style plays out. Um, you know, but they're a very good football team. They, you know, they beat a UW school. They beat UW-Stevens Point week two. They, they've had the bye weeks. So they've had two weeks to prepare for us. Um, you know, it's a home game for them, and they're going to be very ready to play and, and, and very locked in, and, and we're expecting a really, really tough test. Now, you talked to us uh, last week about the fact that teams on a bye week have not necessarily fared well with that extra week off. They're coming off that. So I, I would gather you don't necessarily believe that that's an edge for them, that they had the bye week. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, if you look at our conference last year, um, almost everybody after the bye week played kind of poorly the next week. Um, and I don't know if that was just kind of a one-year type thing or, or um, if not having, you know, if having the week off um, kind of gets you rusty or, or, or what it is or – you know, it could just be schedule-related. You know, you don't really know. Um, I think, you know, coming off the bye week with a home game is very helpful uh, versus having to travel. You know, last year St. Norbert came off the bye week, um, had to come to our place, and, and we played our best game, you know, probably the best game we played all year, maybe the best game we've played in a number of years um, against them last year. Um, but, you know, I expect they're going to be really ready to play. You know, I think it's um, out of out of our our four opponents thus far, I think this is the best team that we're playing. Um, you know, so it's going to be a really good test. I, I anticipate they're going to play well. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least last year, you know, the, the bye week was kind of a weird hindrance almost. So, um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll we'll kind of see what happens, and, and uh, you know, but I expect they'll be really ready to play. You know, especially after after last year, I think they're going to be very motivated, and, and uh, you know, I, I think we'll get a really good St. Norbert's team. They've put up a, a very strong defensive front so far this season. Offensive struggled a little bit here, so do you feel like offensively you can t- match up well against them, or you know, how do how do you kind of view that matchup? Yeah, you know, they, again, they kind of want to play these 21-14 type games, um, 14-10 type games, um, you know, 28-21. You know, they're, they're a team that, that kind of wants to grind you a little bit. Um, they'll slow the pace a little bit, and they, they want to run the ball and, and just be really fundamentally sound. And, um, you know, I think for us offensively, it's going to be, you know, can we get that first first down and, and kind of get into our tempo? Um, you know, can we run the ball? You know, we've run the ball pretty well, especially the last two weeks. You know, can we continue to run the ball um, the way we want to run the ball? Um, And those are going to be the keys. You know, if we can't run the ball and we're in a lot of second and eight, second nines, second tens, um, it's going to be very, very tough, you know, because they'll do some good things, um, you know, with their stunt game, their their line movement up front. um, And that's going to make it tough. So those are going to be kind of the keys is can we get that first first down? Can we get our tempo? Um, Can we win first down enough? Um, well, we're in good down and distance situations on second down. It's going to be key, and uh, it's a very good defense. I mean, it, it's a it's a very sound defense that, that plays really hard. You know, their boundary corner, uh, Mark Thomas, is a really nice player. Um, he's kind of locked down a, a side of the field for them a little bit. Um, they got a six-year senior at safety um, on on the strong side or on the boundary side. It's a really nice player. Um, linebackers that are around the football, they play a lot of guys, and it, it's a very very good defense. And like I said, it's I think they're going to be the best opponent, certainly the best defense we've seen so far this year. Well, let's jump into fan questions. We'll start with Phil, who would like to know, as much as you like to go for it on fourth down, why not go for the two points on every time you score a touchdown? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, there's been some years we've been more aggressive in, in those situations. Um, I think a little bit, it's, it's just kind of a feel. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, there's an argument to be made that you should go for it more on, on um, the two-point conversion more in general in football. And um, I don't know. I don't really have a great answer why we don't go for it to, uh, for two more often. You know, I think the one thing I'll say is um, with us this year, you know, when you get down in the goal line, you know, three-yard line for a two-point try, you're going to see a ton more man coverage. Um, you're going to see a ton more really heavy boxes in the run game. Um, and that's, that's an area that we haven't been real successful yet this year. We haven't exploited a lot of man coverage. So um, in order for us to go for two, we'd have to be a little more comfortable with those matchups and kind of our ability to throw the ball down there into tight spaces and things like that. And, and that hasn't been an area we've had a ton of success this season. Um, it is in previous seasons, you know, so maybe in previous seasons we should have went for it more often, uh, um, you know, in, in those two-point situations. Dave, I'd like to know, he says, Coach, what do you feel is the biggest challenge in coaching college football? Uh, I, I think there's a ton. You know, I think th- there's so much more to the job than just what you see on Saturdays. And, and I think that's probably the biggest thing. Um, you know, re- recruiting is a challenge. You know, everybody um, is recruiting so hard, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's a ton of time and effort and work um, in the recruiting process. I think dealing with, um, just college-age kids and the stresses as they go through, um, you know, the, 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 you know, the stresses academically, the stresses financially, um, you know, having to work, having to balance their time, uh, the physical stresses of, of just being beat up and, and uh, you know, practices being tough and games being tough. And, 
um, you know, classes and all that. I, I think there's a lot we put on college kids, and, and as, as, you know, a coach, you're trying to balance that, um, balance their needs with obviously the needs of the program and things like that. Um, I always say that, you know, as, as, a, as a coordinator, I felt like about 50% of my job was football, was, was breaking down film, was, was game planning. Uh, as a head coach, I feel like it, it might be a quarter of the time uh, that I'm really working, um, I'm really grinding huddle, you know, putting a game plan together. And the other time, it's more team management. It's, it's you know, all the other things that go into it that people don't see. Um, so, it, you know, I think year to year, what's the hardest changes? Um, but, but it, you know, there's, there's tremendous challenges that come up every day, and, and oftentimes the challenges aren't expected. You know, there's something new that comes up that, that you have to just adjust to and, and adjust on the fly. Ed would like to know, how many seasons from now do you project that the Bears will be better than the Packers? Uh, I hope in my lifetime. So I don't know when, that, when that's going to be, but I hope to live a lot longer, and, and I hope at some point I see the, the, uh, the Bears find a win. Um, and my son is now in second grade, Kanan, and, and uh, he kind of has a regular bet with his gym teacher about the Bears-Packer game and, and the uh, – Whoever loses has to wear the other team's jersey at school. So Kano's been wearing a lot of Packers jerseys the last year and a half. Um, and and his, his gym teacher, who I think has taken advantage of him a little bit, uh, has not worn a Bears jersey yet. So I'm hoping at some point, you know, in, in, by the time uh, Kanan leaves elementary school, um, you know, in fifth grade, I hope we get a Bears win. But it, it's going to be a while. They're, they're a ways away. And, and I thought the Bears played okay on Saturday, Sunday night. Uh, relative to expectations, but they're, they're still a ways away. Amanda would like to know, she says, with your love of pizza, your kids must consider you the greatest dad of all time. Ah, again, I'd say that's day-to-day. Um, you know, surprisingly, um, my oldest son, Colton, isn't a huge pizza fan. Uh, my daughter, Blakely, kind of comes and goes with pizza. Um, Kanan, you know, who's probably the one that's most like me, is a, is a huge pizza fan. Uh, but you know that you know they, they go they go day to day. You know there's 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 a lot of reasons to think that the dad's a great dad, and there's other days where, where dad's probably not the best dad around. So um, you know pizza on a Friday night is always good, but but you know not every kid wants that pizza every night of the week. So we mix it up, and, and they uh, you know they eat a lot of different stuff. And and um, but yeah, I think uh, hopefully most days they think I'm the best dad in the world. But but they're probably. Uh, you know, if there was a voting, I probably wouldn't be the number one overall seed, I'd say. <laughs> Lily says, we're approaching October, and I know that this is the time that you start getting your kids ready for Halloween trick-or-treating. So has so, the training begun? Yeah, you know, we had them on the treadmill. Um, actually, both boys, for whatever reason, went down to the basement last week and uh, wanted to run on the treadmill. And, and, you know, I didn't really think about it at the time, but but talk about great training and um, a lot of it's, you know, a lot of it's more mental. You know, a lot of it is just having the right mindset on Halloween. You know, you got to understand that Halloween in Wisconsin, um, the weather may be, may be um, you know, an adverse effect. It could be cold, could be raining. Oftentimes it's both. Um, but you've got to have the right mentality going into it. And, and we'll, we'll start talking about that soon, you know, about the right mentality, about coming um, with a positive attitude, attacking the day, uh, winning the day, all, all that stuff. But the kids will be ready. They, they know how important it is, and, and they'll be ready to go. You know, I wonder if there's a costume that's better for, you know, your success out there, not only from the uh, physical aspect of it, but from just appearances. So yeah, that. for sure. We'll have to evaluate that, and we'll go through We'll review the film, and, uh, 
and take a look. We'll make sure, we'll make sure they're ready to go. And what does Coach Bruton have for words of wisdom for this, us this week? Yeah, uh, a little more serious this week. I, you know, I really encourage people to uh, to check in, check in on your friends, check in on your your family. Um, you know, just, just send that text message, let people know you're caring about them. And uh, you know, for our guys, we're, we're getting you know we're getting to that midpoint of the semester, about week four, week five, where you know some homesickness starts to set in, and um, like I said, some of the injuries and you know, kids are banged up, and, and there's a lot of things, you know, especially with our college kids going on, that um, there's different stresses that, that I think sometimes as adults we don't realize. Um, I just think it's so important to check in on people and, and just make sure they're doing okay. And, and, and uh, sometimes, like I said, that's just a text message saying, hey, I'm thinking about you, just want to make sure you're doing okay. And um, I encourage everyone listening to, to do that. You know, check in with a friend, check in with a, a family member you haven't heard from, and, and just check in to see how people are doing because, uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stresses we all have, and, and uh, you don't know how much that text message may mean to someone um, or how much that may mean to, for you to get that text message. So strongly encourage you, um, just check in. Check in with people and let them know you care about them. Fantastic. Coach Bruton, thanks for joining us this week. I really appreciate you, Rob.